Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P, 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 Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, danger stalks not only Perry White, but Jimmy Olsen, as the young reporter tries desperately to reach Clark Kent and escape from the hoodlum mugs, cat's paw of democracy's most ruthless enemy. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know what's a slick dish for breakfast? It's this week's pep dish of the week, a pep banana split. Sure is easy to look at when you hitch up your chair to the table. And here's how easy it is to make. You sprinkle a layer of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in the bottom of your bowl. Cut a banana in half and split it down the middle and arrange on top of the pep. Then pour on more pep and top with the other piece of banana. And that's it, gang, a pep banana split. A surefire combination for smooth eating. Why, those tender, crisp flakes of Kellogg's Pep are terrific. They're loaded with sunny, full wheat flavor that anybody's appetite will really latch onto. And uh, Pep is good for you, too. Sure, gives you solid whole wheat nourishment plus. So, it's on the beam to scoop up every last spoonful in your bowl. What's more, it's off the beam to waste cereal these days. Because the cereal grains have been picked out to send to fellows and girls, just like you, all over the world to give them that swell grain nourishment. Keep that in mind when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocer's. Don't waste it. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully and polish off every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Always make sure to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. Masquerading as a young tough, Jimmy Olsen, cub reporter for the Daily Planet, joined a gang of juvenile hoodlums led by a boy known as Muggs a gang committing acts of violence for an organization calling itself the Guardians of America. The truth of the matter is that instead of guarding and defending American ideals of liberty and freedom, the subversive organization is attempting to spread the poison of racial and religious intolerance. In yesterday's episode, as you remember, Jimmy learned that an attack was about to be made on one of the members of the committee attempting to raise funds to build a community clubhouse for youngsters of all faiths. The attack in which Jimmy is supposed to join is scheduled to take place at 8 in the evening. Killing time at Clark Kent's apartment, Jimmy happened to saunter to the window. And to his horror, saw Muggs and one of his lieutenants, a boy named Lefty, standing across the street watching the apartment house where they had evidently trailed him from their pool room hangout. Frantically, Jimmy called the Daily Planet, but Clark Kent had not yet arrived. As we join him now, he's attempting to explain his desperate position to Editor Perry White. I saw them cross the street and come into the apartment house. Any minute now, they'll be up here to get me. We'll be up here to get you. Muggs and Lefty. Oh. Muggs and Lefty. Oh, please, Mr. White, don't ask me questions. Are you sure Mr. Kent isn't in his office? Would you go and see? Why, I look like a messenger. But I tell... That's them now. They're ringing the bell. What? They're ringing the bell. Speak up, speak up. I can't hear you. They're ringing the bell. What'll I do? Who's ringing the bell? I told you, Muggs and Lefty. They're after me. Mr. White, you've got to help me. If they catch me in here, they'll... Wait a minute. Here's Kent. 
Oh, boy, quick. Put him on. Yes, Jim. What is it? Mr. Kent, Muggs and Lefty are after me. What? Hear that? Yes? They're at the apartment door. I saw them on the other side of the street just after you left. Then they crossed over and came into the apartment house. Uh-oh. Now they're at the door. What'll I do? Don't do anything, Jim. Hang up and sit tight. But, but suppose they force the lock and break in. They won't have time. Hang up now and don't make a sound. But I... Do as I say, Jim. Okay. They followed me from the pool room. They know I'm in here. They must have found out what apartment it was from the doorman. Any minute now, they're going to start working on the lock. Why did Mr. Kent tell me to hang up and sit tight? What good's that going to do? There they go. They'll have that door open in no time. What'll I do? I'm stuck. Lefty's got that knife. The knife he used on the rabbi. You'll get me this time. There's no way out. What was that? Just me, Jim. Oh, Superman. Not so loud. Oh, you got here just in time. They're trying to force the lock on the door. Hear them? They won't get very far. Come on, we're going to take a little ride. Where to? Kent thinks I'd better take you back to the pool room so you can establish an alibi. But, but if they followed me here, they must know I'm a spy. They don't know anything. They suspect. Now, you've got to quiet their suspicions, and the best way is to step right into the lion's den. You're not afraid, are you? Uh, no, I'm not afraid. Good boy. Well, I'll leave you at the pool room, but be sure you get someone there to notice the time. That's important, because when Muggs and Lefty return to the pool room... Your alibi will be you were there when they thought you were here at the apartment. And you've got to make it stick. I'll try. Shouldn't be too difficult. Ordinarily, it would take you a half hour to get across town to the pool room, and I'll have you there in half a second. The difference in time should be your alibi. You all set? I guess so. Okay, here we go, then. Out and away! Leaping through the open window with Jimmy Olsen in his arms, the man of steel hurtles across the city of Metropolis to the pool room hangout of Muggs and his gang in a desperate attempt to clear the boy reporter of suspicion. An hour later in the back room of the hangout, Jimmy once again playing the role of a young tough attempts to convince Muggs he was not the one they followed to Kent's apartment house. Couldn't have been me, Muggs. You heard what Charlie said. I was here at ten minutes to four. Lefty and me seen you go in with a tall guy wearing glasses. Five minutes later, the guy comes out. Well, it must have been somebody else. We crossed over and asked the doorman if a tall guy with glasses and a skinny kid went upstairs. He says, yeah. And he gives us the apartment number. Oh, how could it be me if I was here? How could it, Muggs? I don't know. You heard what Charlie said. I come in here at ten minutes to four. What time was it when you saw this, this kid go in with the tall guy? A quarter to four. Oh, you see, Muggs, it couldn't have been me. I couldn't have got over here from there in five minutes. You know how long it takes. Lefty and me tells you. How can we get crossed up? Don't ask me, Muggs. I don't know. You was telling somebody else, that's all. We was telling you. How could you? I was here at... Shut up. Hey, Charlie. Yes? Come here a minute, will you? Okay. Go ahead. Ask Charlie. He'll tell you. He'll tell you I was here. Right down, will you? Yes. Hey, what's up, Muggs? Come in here a minute. I want to check on something. Close the door. Charlie, you sure this kid was here at ten minutes to four? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, how come you hit the time right on the nose? What do you mean, how come? Go ahead, tell him, Charlie. Tell him how... Shut up, you. How'd you know it was ten minutes to four, Charlie? Well, he come in, he asked for you. He told him, I told him that you went out, and he asked when you was coming back. Yeah. They said in about an hour. And he asked what time it was, and they looked at my watch, and... It was ten minutes before. You see? You see, Muggs? Okay. Thanks, Charlie. I don't get this. Skip it, will you? Okay. 
Now, do you believe me, Muggs? I don't know. There's something cack at about this. Lefty and me ain't no dopes. Why, you almost got caught jimmying the door at a problem we thought you was in. Oh, no kidding. Hey, the guy with the glasses come back. I don't know why you don't think I'm on a level, Muggs. All right, forget it. All you gotta do is give me a chance to pull a job with you, and I'll show you I'm shooting square. Yeah, well, you're getting that chance. Tonight. Oh, am I going out on that job with you? Uh, fixing the car motor? Yeah. You and me alone. Whose car are we working on? I'm about to get a minister. A guy by the name of Leeds, but he ain't got no car. Well, how are we going to do it, then? How are we going to rig the motor so it blows up if he ain't got no car? I told you, the guys were working for the smart cookies. They got it all figured out. Yeah? How? Another guy they're after is picking up this minister in his car. So we get the two of them at the same time. Oh, sounds okay. Who's the other guy? The guy with the car? Eh, some big shot. Runs a newspaper. His name's Perry White. <laughs> Stunned, Jimmy stares at Muggs in wide-eyed amazement, his temples pounding, and his heart choked up in his throat. The hate mongers are about to strike again, and this time, one of their victims is Editor Perry White of the Daily Planet. We'll return in a moment to learn what happens, so keep listening. Say, if your appetite is a weary willy first thing in the morning, it'll sure wake up when you catch a glimpse of that breakfast bowl full of Kellogg's Pep. And you'll be all set to eat the solid sort of meal that helps start your day in high. Because these sunny golden toasted flakes of whole wheat look so terrific that, well, you can hardly wait to pitch in. And is that sunshine flavor smooth? Is that tender crispness keen? And say, does your appetite get a lift when you spoon up your first taste of those crunchy flakes of Kellogg's Pep? Yes, sir, breakfast gets the glad eye when Pep heads the menu. And your nutrition quota gets a boost, too, because Kellogg's Pep is good for you. Sure, it gives you a solid whole wheat nourishment plus. So it's a slick trick to eat up every last bit in your bowl. And mighty important nowadays, too, because the cereal grains, like the whole wheat and pep, have been picked out to send to fellows and girls overseas. So, gang, this is no time to waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make yourself a committee of one to help guard against waste. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully and polish off every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to your younger brothers and sisters, too. You're on the beam if you eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Struck as though by lightning, when he learned that Editor Perry White was marked for violence, Jimmy Olsen made every effort to get away from the pool room hangout of Muggs and his gang in order to warn either Clark Kent or Muggs, still not entirely convinced that Jimmy is on the level, refuses to allow him to leave the pool room. As we continue now, Muggs has gone out for something to eat, leaving Jimmy with Charlie, the owner of the pool room. Desperately is the hour for what may be a murderous attack on Perry White and the Reverend Dr. Leeds draws near. Jimmy pleads with Charlie to give him a break. I gotta get out, Charlie. I gotta go tell my uncle something. Call him on the phone. He ain't got no phone. I gotta go over to his house. You heard what Muggs says. You gotta stay here until he comes back. But, but I can't. I gotta go tell my uncle I ain't coming home tonight. He'll get sore if I don't. Please, Charlie, it'll only take me five minutes. Nothing doing. I'll give you ten bucks, Charlie. You, and you sure want to get clear, kid, don't you? It's only on account of my uncle. He gets sore if I don't show up. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Oh, come on, Charlie, be a right guy. Muggs will never know nothing about it. That's what you think. He won't, I tell you. All it'll take is five minutes and I'll be back. What time is it now? It's half past seven. Oh, golly, he'll kill me if I don't show up. 
Yeah, what do you think Muggs will do if I let you go? He won't know nothing about it. Honest, he won't, Charlie. Here, take the ten bucks. Please. Sit down, kid. Muggs said for you to stay here and you're staying. So sit down and shut up. Hopelessly beaten, realizing that he will be forced by circumstances to take part in an attack on his own employer and friend, Perry White, Jimmy searches frantically in his mind for some means of escape. Is there no possible way to warn the editor or Clark Kent? There seems to be none. In tomorrow's exciting episode, Jimmy finds a way, but almost at the cost of his own life. Don't miss it. Listen tomorrow, same time, same station, to the episode entitled, The Last Chance. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, it wouldn't surprise me, fellas, if your dog sometimes wishes he were you. Then he could tell Mother what he likes to eat. And it wouldn't surprise me if he'd ask for Kellogg's Grow Pup dog food quick. It beats all how many dogs beg for it. Grow Pup has such a swell, meaty flavor. And there are three different kinds. There's Grow Pup ribbon, Grow Pup meal, and Grow Pup pellets. They're all mighty tasty and mighty good for your dog. Help give him lots of muscle, strong bones, and teeth. Remind Mother, next time she's marketing, to ask for Kellogg's Grow Pup. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>